0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on SureDog.com. And BetUS.com is offering our listeners an incredible 125% bonus on their deposit for UFC Fight Night Lemus versus Andrade. Use the code SureDog and get $2,500 in extra money to make Fight Night even better. At BetUS.com, you can not only bet on each fight, but there are loads of awesome parlay bets to choose from, too. Bet live during the fights, and your winnings are paid within hours. Start the fight at betus.com and use that code sherdog. All right everyone, let's get straight into it here and the PFL is back and I'm going to be previewing episode 1, or night one even of the uh, I think it's a 10 night uh, PFL season. Uh, I did all the previews for, the. I think, every card last year. Maybe, maybe, maybe I started a few cards in, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought there was some very, very good fighters on it. Uh, I enjoyed watching the cards. Bruno Capeloza was a guy who really stood out to me. Antonio Carlos Jr. had a great year. You know, we saw the, the the uh, like, uh, Radzibov, Brendan Lockdown, with loads of stars. And they're all, most of them are back from this year, uh, further this year even. And I'm looking forward to the season there was supposed to be a, 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 almost a humongous card starting off uh, on uh, on week one we still have a good card and I will break it down in a second Ireland's all Miles Price was supposed to fight Anthony Pellis on this card but that fight has been moved a couple of weeks down the line so it's not off for anything like that so it's all well and good but I think it would have been a mega card only for that but it still is a relatively good card and before I get into it maybe an ongoing thing as we talk about PFL uh, down through the the next few weeks um, and I think they're doing like three, three fights in a row a few weeks off three fights in Know, a few weeks after you and I like that. I think that's very good. I, I like the the way they do that. They're not kind of you know, they're they're not overblowing themselves, I suppose. Um I, I wanna talk a little bit about how the PFL is working, how the cards are going, how the cards are being laid out, maybe the matchmaking, maybe the the production and all of that as we go on. Uh, at a point where we are now, I'm interested to see what they do differently right before it starts because last year, you know, they have the the magic cage with the, all this stuff and they have all the stats coming up on screen uh, and they have the, 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 the different weird judging things and all of that. Now, I, as someone who enjoys uh, production and things like that, I, I liked most of honestly. I'm a, uh, someone who's uh, <laughs> talks a lot about judging. Wasn't the biggest fan of the judging part, of, uh, especially verdict MMA. Not a not a big fan of of that at all. I don't know if it's just used for fans, no problem. But the fact that it's shown on screen and people think they're the actual scores or that maybe is how it should be uh, scored is is I think ridiculous. And I think they need to get away from that if they. Talk about being this um, fight league, and you know it's 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 all about merit, and it's all about fact, and it's all about stats, and all like that. I think you need to look at the facts of the actual judging criteria and not some made-up one, made one that the made-up one that Sean O'Connell seems to have made up, it feels like, but I, I don't think he did, but he, he seems to love it. Um, and then the verdict they may which just lads off the street who have never read the criteria just deciding who their favourite fighter wins the fight, you know. So I think they need to get rid of that, but I do like the other parts of it. I like, you know, even something stupid like the, oh, you hit him at 35 kilometres an hour or something like that. It's, it's look, it's something different, and I I think in MMA you need to be a little bit different. Does it make sense? Is it like factually correct and stuff like that? Some of that stuff, M- maybe not, maybe not. But I like there's a different. The production is a bit different. The commentary is good, I like Sean O'Connell, I think Kenny Florian is a guy who I've maybe criticised in the past when he was in UFC years ago, but I actually think she's improved an awful lot, and I think he's very good with them and, uh, you know, Randy is Randy as well, I, I think some people like him, but some people maybe don't, but in general, I think the the commentary is pretty good, the, the ring announcer is, is very good as well, and other things so, as we go throughout the year, I'll be interested to kind of get a gauge on what people are thinking of it and i let you know what I think of it as well as, uh, as the year goes on um, but yeah, but we we wait for the first uh event, I suppose, and we will uh, obviously talk about it maybe more next week. Let's talk about some of the fights on uh, on night one and the first fight, the one that sticks out to me honestly in this card, and I think it should be in the main event. It's not the main event is Claire Collard versus Jeremy Stevens. This is a real, real, real fun fight in the in the lightweight division. Um look Jeremy Stevens has fought them all down through the years he's, he's had a great run in the UFC now he's outside of the UFC um, and look we know him as one of the most exciting fighters in the world he throws it all out there that the, the hardest hitting 145 pounder in the world now up to 155 so let's see if he could uh, bring that up there we you know clay collard gave it all that he could do to anthony pettis last year went to boxing and did pretty well now he's had some heavy knockouts and he's had some losses as well in in boxing and in mma um so i'll be interested to see where what he looks like and if he can kind of keep it going but i thought like if you look at, at his run last year I thought I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Like he lost to Hauschmefer, who's fighting in the main event here, and we'll talk about it in a second. But he beat Juelten Leatherback, He beat Anthony Pettis, um, uh, in, in the PFL. And before that, he had a few fights. Uh, it was 2019. These fights are before that, actually. So, sorry. So he went two and one uh, last year in the in the PFL in April, June, and August. So that was a, a pretty you know a pretty good run there. Jeremy Stevens, obviously coming out of the UFC. He lost, what, his lost six fights in a row, well, five of his last six, and then the, the uh, accidental headbutt against Jair uh, Rodriguez, but he's fighting Gamal. he's fighting Kader, he's fighting Rodriguez, he's fighting Aldo, he's fighting Megamed Sharapov. So losing those fights, there's, you know, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But this fight, like, the, the reason I think we're all looking forward to it, and the reason I'm looking forward to it, it's probably going to be a stand-up battle on the feet between two guys just like throwing throwing bombs at each other, you know? And I think the PFL it encourages that at times as well because you get more points for the first round and all of this. I look, I honestly, I don't pay too much attention to that stuff, but I'm sure the fighters do, and I'm sure they'll want to to be doing that as well and want to be getting early finishes. And you know, when you're fighting as well in a few weeks' time, it again to, in the second or it's going to benefit you to get an early finish. And you saw Rory McDonald talking about it. Uh, was it last year? It was last year, wasn't it? Where you know, the after the the, the third fight, the, the robbery against uh, Gleason Tibo he was um he was kind of he was worn out you kind of see it by him and this is a guy who said down through the years that he wants to fight more and he wants to to get in there more regularly it can be absolutely tough so if you're a guy like collard and a guy like jeremy stevens you're probably wanting to thinking like if you're collard i can knock out jeremy stevens if you're stevens you're probably thinking i can knock out Cle- collard so it's it's one of those fights i think both guys are going to go absolutely hell for letter early um I, I'm not sure of the winner, to be honest. I, I might look at the betting odds as, as the uh, as the week goes on here and see who's the favourite. I, I think I would probably go with Collard at this stage. Uh, just because I was so impressed with him last year and the way he beat um, beat Anthony Pettis too. Uh, look, since coming back from boxing, I remember speaking to him last year and asking what he brought from boxing. And he, he kind of said, right, I, I'm a mixed martial artist and... Kind of, like, a little bit avoided the question, but, like, talked about, like, little little intricacies and little parts of boxing that he brought over. And I think he's using them very well in MMA. And if you're fighting against Stevens, a guy who will strike with you, and you are the better boxer, and you can hit maybe harder than him or avoid his shots, I think it could be a good night for Collard. Now, Collard, I think, is the type of guy as well, if he doesn't get you out of there early, he does tire a little bit, and Jeremy Stevens, you know, he can he's uh, not he's no, he's no uh, Cain velasquez maybe but he, he can go all day you know as well um so that'll be interesting to, to see uh who is going to you know, you know last the longest if it does go longer but also who can land that big shot early and can uh, get the other lad out of there so that's one of those fights I am I'm really looking forward to and I think will be um you know I think it will be a real standout fight on on this card and maybe this season uh, as well uh let me talk about some of the, the lower down fights before and I'll, I'll kind of work my way up the uh, up the card here. Um, Corey Hendricks versus Clinton Williams is uh, opening the card here. It says on, on Sherdog.com anyway and I think over on the BFL website as well. Um, watching both of them, it's a very interesting uh, and it could be a very, very good fight. Hendricks, he kicks really hard. He's one of these switch stance fighters. Williams, very loose on the feet, throws big shots. He's one of those guys I saw. I was watching one of his fights and uh, his opponent... True, uh a body kick. Williams caught it, and his opponent kicked him in the head. As he, you know, it was kind of like the the impact and I one, uh, where he got knocked out uh, by Joaquin Buckley. I wasn't spinning though. But he. The point here is Williams took him down, got on top of him, but immediately like stood up and got away from it. It's that that tells you a lot about a fighter. That tells you a lot about Williams. He is a stand up fighter. He'll want to to stand up and against. Uh, Corey Hendricks, who is a very, as I said, loose in his feet, kicks hard, switch stances, throws these big high kicks. I think that'll be a very, very interesting fight on the feet. And I think someone is probably, uh, someone's probably catching the knockout there in the light heavyweight division with that sort of power going around. Uh, Rob Wilkinson and Bruce Otto is another one in the light heavyweight division, uh, as well there. Um, you know Rob Wilkinson. We've we've seen him around for a long time in uh, in the uh, in the UFC, and, and aside from his he's fought Israel Israel and the likes of Saier Bahadazarda and, and others as well. You know, a, a good fighter with, with you know and a finisher. You know, it finished what twelve of his thirteen fights. Now watching a, a bit of um, a bit of Bruce Soto. He's coming out of uh, he's coming out of Brazil, and he like. You look at him and you look at his game and you, you 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 see his record and you see, right, there's four KOs and three submissions. I think a lot of that is coming from ground and pound. You know, he will go in there and he will take you down. He will make it very, very tough on you. And um, against a guy like Rob Wilkinson, who you know? Remember that Israel Adesanya fight? He got a few takedowns, and he wouldn't fight that way. I, I don't know who's going to win that battle. I would think it would probably be Suto. Um, you know, he's getting on as well in in age now. He's thirty two years of age and 15, 15 and three, having fought a couple of times in uh, uh once in the PFL. And I think he was the uh, a champion over in in, in the uh, in the LFA uh association. So that's that's a big fight in that division. And you know, one of these guys, and all, look in all of these fights someone's going to make a run, you know, and especially light heavyweight, uh, we'll talk about Antonio Carlos Jr. later on, if if you do get a run in that division, if you do get, um, you know, if you do get going, you, you can quickly get into the playoffs, you can quickly get into a big fight, and if you win one big fight, next thing you know, you you are a standout fighter, and you are the likes of Capilozza from last year. And you are a Nathan Schult, uh, who who people know, and uh, it's it's a great look. Like, it is a great opportunity. It is a really great opportunity. It's it's weird. It's different, I suppose, in, in terms of of the normal MMA which we're used to. But you know, that's that's not a bad thing either. Uh, one of the standout fights as well on this card is uh, Stevie Ray against Alex Martinez. I watched a bit of Martinez, Taekwondo guy. You know, very exciting. Good on the feet um and he's a very good matchup i think for stevie ray and his first fight in the in the pfl you know his last uh fight was in 2019 all the way back against michael johnson who he beat uh in in the ufc and you know he didn't have the worst run in the world beat joe lauzon beat ross pearson okay he lost a few fights to the likes of paul felder and uh and cajun uh cajun johnson and things but he, uh, Stevie Ray is a guy who I have a lot of time for. I think he's a very, very good fighter. You know, he's he's a guy who likes to finish fights as well. Fourteen submissions in, in his twenty three. I'll be interested to see if Martinez, if he can kind of get his kicking game going against Stevie Ray and not maybe get drawn into a boxing matchup or not uh, give up the lint because I think Stevie will try to get inside. You know, maybe even go for a takedown, but push him against the cage. Hit him with shots inside. or Not not even necessarily push him against the cage, but hit, punch him to the body. One-twos inside. Take away maybe those leg kicks. Try to use... Like, if Martinez is allowed to fight on the outside and have a speed battle, I think he'll be probably favored to win that fight. But if Stevie Ray can keep it at a distance where he can hit Martinez and kind of pressure him in the right way i think he could win he could really win that fight like Stevie urrell probably be a favorite i haven't seen the betting yet uh but I, i'm really looking forward to that fight i think it, i think it will be a good one um you know it could be it could be another standout if you if you love like stand up all out war fight that that'll probably be one probably one but we will we'll see how it goes um in the light heavyweight division then we have another couple of fights Martin Hamlet against Theodorus uh, Aukstulios whose name I, I practiced beforehand and I did very well and Amari Akmedov versus Victor Pesta you know Akmedov and Pesta have been around for a long time almost 30 fights with Akmedov and Pesta you know over, over 24 and you know but very very good as I said we, we akhmedov strong wrestler hits hard and same with, same with pest i suppose a well-rounded fighter um the hamlet versus theodorus fight though i think is is a bit in is an interesting one because it is a guy to me in uh Oxtolios who i've watched a few of these fights now a lot of these fights that i looked up on on youtube they're actually in, a, in a, a ring and it's a bit harder to decipher but um, he's very light on his feet he hits hard he's a type of fighter, eye like a lovely jab right down through the middle he's light on his feet as I mentioned but g- g- Take down the fence is the issue maybe and when you're fighting someone like Hamlet who has very, very good takedowns that might be an issue he throws that big right hand right down through the middle and uh, just makes it tough on people he just really does make it tough on people and I think he'll make it tough here uh, and Oxtolias as well I think it could be a, a long night for him but uh, looking forward to, to that one too um, that, look, I, I think it, it, if you look at Oxtolias there his record is eleven and five. Let me let me tell you. Let me just click on him here on Sherlock and tell you some of the names that he has fought. He fought Carlisle Brexton. He fought Uh Jadeep Singh, who we remember fought fair, He fought Mo Luwal. He fought Bruno Capilosa. That that enough. That alone, there's some very, very good fighters, uh, on that record, um, and he's, he's a guy, you know, absolutely not to be messed with, I'm looking forward to seeing him in his first fight over in the, the PFL and seeing where he can go with, uh, with that, um, before we get into the next few fights, I must tell you that the UFC Fight Night Lemus versus Andrade and the PFL is more fun when you bet over at BetUS.com. Use the code SHARDOG and get an incredible 125 bonus up to $2,500. Andrade is the flavor at the moment, so get in now or choose to uh, uh, bet to win via TKO to increase your winnings. At BetUS.com, you can make the fights even more fun by betting throughout the fights. Start the fight at BetUS.com. Use that code sherdog sure s-h-e-r-d-o-g uh right let's talk about some of the other fights i mentioned earlier on nathan schultz and he's you know been a real standout in the pfl cage over the last few years won a won a couple of pfl titles if i'm uh, if i'm not mistaken and has you know looked good uh doing it t- 21 and 4 what a record that is last to Martin held last year uh but Came back and, and beat Alex Martinez, as I mentioned, has a win over, uh, like Radzibov, Ahmad uh, Aliyev, Jesse Ronson, who fought last weekend in, in the UFC. And, you know, he's beaten Chris Wade, beaten Jason High. Some some very, very good names on that record. Uh, Olivier Auburn-Mercia obviously came into the PFL last year after losing, you know, three in a row to... Um, uh, in, in the UFC, lost to uh, look some great guys, Sal and Burns, uh, Hernandez. But he has wins before that against Anthony Rocco Martin, against Evan Dunham, against Martin Held, who I m- uh, mentioned in, in the PFL. You know Drew Dober, who's been on an unbelievable run. So on his day, he can be a very, very good fighter, and you know a good a good look. They're two good, well-rounded fighters, and this is a fight I think that could go anywhere. Anything could happen, and it's 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 look, it's one of those fights as well. That maybe neither of them are the biggest uh names in the world. Maybe they're not the ones that the fans are like tuning in for to watch, and it's in like the middle of the card. But this is a high level fight, I think, and the type of fights that I like to see in PFL and the opportunities maybe that a fighter like them would not get somewhere else, if you get me. Like Nathan Schultz and Olivia Auburn Mercia would take probably years in the UFC or even maybe even Bellator to kind of climb the ranks and have to put a big win streak together. Whereas in the PFL, there, uh, as my good friend Graham McDonald always used the word jeopardy. There is jeopardy in it. All these fights matter. And you know a win here for either guy could put them a li- and will put them a little bit ahead of the other guy in terms of getting to the playoffs and getting to the finals and, and taking home that, that million-dollar check, which is life-changing for some of these guys. You know, I, I said it before. Like, if you're a guy in the UFC and you're ranked, let's say in a division like Light Heavyweight, you're ranked 5 or 6 in that division, maybe you're you're holding out for a title shot, maybe you're a little bit older, might never get a title shot, and you're getting your, you know, 50 and 50 maybe to, to, to fight in UFC main events, or maybe, you know, you get a couple of hundred grand if you do get into a main event or something like that, like... if I was that fighter and I knew I was probably better than most guys in the PFL, I'd be thinking, like, let's jump ship here and let's get that million quid and I'd sail off into the sunset. So that is a real possibility for lots of these guys and it's it's you know it's why i have a soft spot for the pfl as well now where's the money coming from how long will it last and all those are those are other questions that um our guys over in the fight business podcast i'm sure will answer but you know for for guys like Shulton and who you know who obviously has, has won that before no bon Mercier, who's a, a good fighter and, and a very good fighter in pfl that's uh it's big for them i think um Next one I'm going to look at here, Emiliano Emiliano Sardi, I can never say that name, there's a a goalkeeper for Aston Villa, Emiliano, what's his second name, oh god I can't remember now, I just had it in my head and then I forgot it, but yeah, uh, Martinez, Martinez, Uh, I can never say that name, Emiliano, 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 uh, against Joshua Silveira, another one, like Silveira, watch him, he's a wrestler, he's 8-0 in his career now, Sardi is is a very, very good fighter, uh light on the outside, chaos. Um he has a few takedowns as well. He took down Chris Comose in that fight, but he's a he's a wild fighter. Like my sort of fighter. You know, you see the lads there behind me on the wall. He he's like them. You know, he, he is like them. I I really enjoy and but a light heavyweight, the problem is <sighs> Can you fight that way for three rounds? Can you keep going? Especially a guy against uh, like Silvera who's gonna take you down and, and gonna make uh, gonna take away that gas that tag if you have any issues with it. So that that'll be an issue for Sardi, but he has won big fights before and he's you know he's um uh, he's gone long in fights and, and been able to win them. You know, if you look at um Silvera, some you know, a lot of experience in LFA uh, one fight in PFL last year, uh, in uh, uh, or this year, even in in February. So um, in the, in the challenger series, sorry. So he will uh, obviously he will be a, a little bit maybe not as fresh, but. <laughs> you know he'll it, be well able for it and looking forward to, to fighting Sardi here. Uh, and in the, the top two fights I talked about: Collard versus Stevens, obviously earlier, uh, and I, I really love that fight. I feel like that should be towards the top of the card, but however, it it, it isn't. Um, Antonio Carlos Junior versus Thelan Monte. Now we all know, I suppose, about uh, Shoeface Antonio Carlos Junior submissions for days. We'll go out and throw hands because you know, like if you get. Uh, a bit mad Or you, you try to take him down He's gonna submit you Probably we, Look what happened uh, Against uh, filthy Tom Lawler he Ended up uh, submitting him With a guillotine After almost getting him I think it was an arm triangle Wasn't it But uh, One of these guys as well Who came You know from the UFC Had a good career in the UFC But was probably going nowhere And came over And was able to win in the PFL And, and, and get Um you know, get the contract there. Looking at Delan Monte, there's not a, a pile of um tape on him. But what I have seen of him, he's a wrestler. He's very good jujitsu, good submissions and things as well. But you're fighting against Antonio Carlos Jr. Are you going to take him down? Are you going to try to submit him? I don't know, it's, maybe he will, because I, it's, honestly, I watched two or, th- two or three of two of his fights, I think that's all I could find of Monte, um, and all I could see is wrestling, so it's very hard to know for me, and maybe for Antonio Carlos Jr., or maybe he is somewhere else that can get tape that I don't know about, but um, how good is Monte striking? I don't know, It's, it's he seems like a guy who is just going to go in there and take lads down, and as I said again, against Antonio Carlos Jr., that's going to be difficult, so look, I'm looking forward to what Monte uh, has to bring here, I w- I'm wondering what... Uh, there must be a reason why he got signed and why the matchmakers put him in there against Antonio Carlos Jr but I suppose uh, we will uh, we will find out next uh, next weekend uh, and in the main event then Haush Maffeo takes on Don Maj. this is this is a very very good fight I'm a, I'm a big fan of of, uh, of this fight honestly I'm, of both of these guys Haush Maffeo has had a great run in the PFL he beat like above last year who I'm very, very uh much a big fan of beat Claire Collard and Anthony Pettis before that as well. And also he beat uh Juilton who is uh, a even who is the the Brazilian German, a very, very good wrestler, you know. Um the uh I think he was a Titan FC champion before that, wasn't he? And he you know he's fought Matt Provola back in the he lost to him but he fought, you know, DeMarcus Jackson and others uh, on his way up to PfL and then Don Maj, you know, came out of the of the UFC after winning what two in a row in the UFC I'm not sure what happened there but he beat Farah B.T. Edwards and obviously he was uh, unbeaten well not unbeaten but he had uh, lots of wins and lots of wins in a row over in uh, UFC in Africa so he's a big star over there and it, it would be big for PFL if he, he could come through here and maybe win this fight um, I think this is going to be another you know stand up f- war um, Maffeo is a Mighty Tai guy he comes out and he throws big strikes Madge He's a southpaw, quick. I think he's quicker than Maffeo. And he moves more. And, you know, he's a few takedowns. Well, look, they're both good on the ground. And they, they can, you know, the, the, both of these lads uh, can do it all. Uh, Madge is five KOs and four submissions. Uh, Maffeo, on, on the other hand, has seven by KO and no submission. So maybe, maybe there is a little bit of an advantage there on the ground uh, for Don Madge. But I, I do think this will be one of these fights where it is a stand-up fight. And whoever whoever you like in that maybe is is the one who like I'm unsure of it honestly because I like I'm a big fan of Maffei I've watched him a good bit last year the way he kind of stands very like it reminds me a little bit of Patricio Pitbull and his brother as well in that he um, you know he kind of stands up with you in the middle of the cage and kind of Augers you want and then we'll throw his big shots from there whereas Madge will kind of pick you off like I, I mentioned his jab but I'll mention it again an absolutely beautiful jab he'll run around on the outside landing that jab in a straight left right down through the middle and you know he'll come back and he'll switch stances, but mainly a sopa and it's always tricky you know it's always tricky when it's a sopa but I'm sure as you know a Muay Thai practitioner Maffei has seen plenty of them down through the year so it's an interesting tactical battle an interesting matchup um, I think I would slightly favour Madge, honestly. I would slightly favour him. Maybe he's just like a little bit more well-rounded, a little bit more varied. But honestly, I don't think there's there's much in it. It's a good main event. I would have made the, the collared fight the main event. But it is it is definitely a good main event and one that I think people uh, absolutely will, uh, will tune in for and will be excited to watch. And a good way to get you know, the PFL season started. So, um, yeah, as I said, keep uh, keep tuned in here to, uh, to Sherdog.com and uh, we will keep you in tune with with the whole season. Uh, and as you do that as well, we'll ask you, who are you betting on uh, this weekend in the PFL and at uh, the UFC fight night, Lemus versus Andrade. Can Lemus beat the odds? Uh, or sorry, can, uh, yeah, can Lemus beat the odds and defeat Andrade? Or is a former champ winning inside the distance a given? Get your bets on this weekend at BetUS.com. Use the code Sherdog and get a 100 bonus BetUS.com has been taking bets for well over 25 years and there's a reason it's the number one UFC sportsbook with more betting options, live betting at games, BetUS.com is your new home for UFC Benning. Start the fight at betus.com. Use that code SHERDOG. S H E R D O G. All right, everybody. That's it for me for today. Uh, looking forward to the fights this weekend. Lots of them to look forward to, but the PFL starts it all off, and uh, I hope you enjoy that. My name is Sean Sheehan for SHERDOG.com, and I'll see you all next time.